0: hey guys just a quick note before we start this week's episode uh we will be talking about very explicit material in the first half in the history of this episode so if you are listening with a pair of young ears or you yourself are a pair of (laughs) young ears um you might want to skip our history this week and go straight to the mystery all right thanks for listening and we'll start the show
1: And welcome to another exciting episode of Historical Mysterious. I am Jay. And I am Ian.
0: And uh, how was your week, Ian? It was really good. I actually, uh, last week, or during last week, I started a new job at uh, the,
1: the... The beer place.
0: Yeah, Paradise Creek uh, and Brew Pub. Oh, nice. restaurant. Yeah. Very cool. And brewery. Yeah, and you, were, you worked at a brew house for a little
1: bit there last yesterday, right? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah which Yeah,
0: at the brewery how, itself. How was that? Uh, it was really interesting. I learned a lot. I've never worked in a brewery before, and but they want to since you know we're both a restaurant and a brewery. Gotcha. I say we're but
1: I mean I guess you're I'm part, part of the, of the team. company. Yeah. yeah.
0: So. Uh, they want every employee to have at least one day a week at the brewery so they can get a more intensive, which I think is a good idea. So what's
1: intensive? Like they just give you shots of beer and you just go at it? Well, you do
0: when you start, you do have to taste all uh, the beers so you can give accurate descriptions and what you think it tastes like. terrible. As well as, you know, research the the numbers on them and stuff like IBUs gotcha. and the UBIs and the CIAs IUDs. and all that. the IUDs, the STIs, all of that. <laughs> um but yeah, but it's very exciting. They, uh, I really like the place. It's actually the old post office here in Pullman, yeah. which was built in 1930, and it's like a really cool brick building that looks like that, and it's got big windows and tall ceilings. And probably haunted. It's an old post office, so marble everywhere. It's like Versailles, <laughs> just marble everywhere. It's cold.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's probably the ghost because how old that building fucking is oh gosh probably (laughs) i mean there is a
0: big creepy basement it's not really creepy it's clean and they have like marble everywhere so it's not um well there's one room it literally okay there's one room in the basement it is creepy as fuck okay dude like it's cool creepy but like creepy. creepy and it's like about seven feet high marble walls and then it goes to white plaster and then there's like a marble floor and then a triple sink on one side and the lights were off and it had like this dusty window so it was like no
1: that's a, that's a kill room
0: that's a killer yeah, room that's yeah no I'm right no i literally said when they gave me the grand tour i literally said to my boss johnny i was like oh uh this is where the ser- surgeries happen." <laughs> <laughs> seriously though no it was but but it was cool i like it oh, I oh like very cool there. And I like the people I work with so far. You don't have to deal with any
1: old people anymore?
0: Um, Well, surprisingly enough, my second day there, I saw one of... uh,
1: Your old?
0: Residents. Really? Left the community with uh, someone who picked him up, and they came to eat there. Were you guys friends? What, uh I mean I knew her a little. Yeah, okay. So mean, she
1: didn't give you shit or anything. No, I didn't gotcha. even have a table. I
0: don't even know if she recognized me. Gotcha. Yeah.
1: Oh well that's good. I, I expected like half like it to be someone that you hated at to, to Paradise Creek. No, <laughs> well I
0: don't I don't hate I didn't hate anything. Well friends. no there were asshole residents, yeah. but I
1: didn't hate anything. Except that was a strong word. But
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> disliked a lot. Yes. But <laughs> that's been pretty much my week and uh doing research for the lurid my lurid topic this week. Uh, uh, and uh, what about your week? How was your My week? week was good, yeah.
1: I got called into jury duty. Uh, what? Oh, I my know. goodness. Yeah, so I I live in Washington, and I got called in. I'm a resident in California, I guess, technically. And Wait, you got called to jury duty in California? Yeah, that's oh, I'm a resident shit. in. I haven't got my residency in Washington, which is I need to do that. But uh, so I was just like, oh, yeah, no, I can't do it. And then so I, like... <laughs> I basically said in the website that says, I can't do it, I'm in Washington, uh, this is my current state, I'm still considered a California resident, but you have to fill out an excuse form. Yeah. I filled it out in a PDF form, and it, it wouldn't let me, I guess every time I, I did something wrong, in the sense of where I, when I sent the email with the attachment of it, it was a blank attachment. But I still got excused. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. So good. it was like I got an email that says we need your uh, excuse for it, and then like five minutes later, it's like never mind, you're good. you're excused. <laughs>
0: you're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They probably looked at your file, like, I like was, oh, this motherfucker's
1: yeah. in Washington, and they, they ought, said on the website too, we're we'll, we're like willing to pay for you to come down.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, wow. yeah. Well, but I thought everything was at the jurors' expense, or maybe. It was well, no, wrong on at
1: that. least the hotel room. I don't know about, much about the flights or anything, but they oh, okay. offered hotel rooms. Okay. And I was just like Jesus. I mean, I think they do have to
0: put you up if it's like a super long trial. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. But I mean, but no, they immediately. So that was good. And then, uh, yeah. yeah. So my week has been pretty. uh... What if you missed out on being a juror on like the the trial of the century? Well, damn. I can watch it on the television. I feel like I'm still a part of it. And then you'll have (laughs) a
0: story to tell every to tell your grandchildren. I was called Uh. to jury duty (laughs) for that case, but I. I turned it down. <laughs> and then your grandkids will look at you and be like, well, you were stupid. <laughs> I highly doubt it. I'm sure it's like some petty crime case. No, they probably won't even go to trial. They'll probably, like, because like ex- I had jury duty once, and literally it was just a tactic to intimidate this kid into being like, are you sure you want to go to trial? Look at all these people here for your exactly. jury and so, to judge you. <laughs> you know, it's like... Because then there was the announcement, we've decided to oh, settle. And so, you're like, oh, I've been used. This <laughs> exactly. <is great." laughs> I, I was a prop. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I was a pawn for your sick, twisted game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know if that happens a lot, but it was a small game. I, I, so. I could assume so. I think it would. Yeah. For kids, too.
0: Well, interesting.
1: But wow. yeah. So that is my week,
0: good awesome. sir. Cool. <laughs> well, on with the show. Uh, my history this week, and the one regarding the note at the top of the show. Uh, I am doing the history of porn. Ah, very. Expensive. That's right. <laughs> Pornography. I wonder, I wonder how many like
1: innuendos, 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 in- 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 whatever. <laughs> I've had a day, but uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry, but
1: uh, i wonder how many of those we could put in this episode. Like, oh, oh wow, can, that must be so tough. That must be really hard. Uh, I'm mean, tight fit. That's, huh? that's
0: <laughs> that. <laughs> Must have been. I can't. I can't right now. I just got to start. Okay. Because here's the thing. It's like, I'll leave the innuendos to you. Oh my Kelsey, God. No. Because this is to be effort. honest, I've, no, because I have tried to go at this from a very objective and I guess what so you So non-kinky. Quote, unquote. Well, you kind of have to talk about kink because it's porn yeah. to a certain degree because kink is in that. But. Deep in that. You know, an objective and as much as you can professional standpoint to like, and here's the thing. Top. Uh, side Top. note for before I really get into it, it was really difficult for me to do the research on porn because <clears throat> it's very divided and a lot of it is really not objective, and half of it is, well, it's thirds really. Uh, one third is. Uh, we you know, we're churchgoers, we're feminists, we hate porn, it's destroying society. And then one third is, actually teen pregnancies are down, and infidelity is down, and it's actually not as bad as you think, and porn has always been around. And then the other third is just all porn. Ah, they're actually, all porn. Actually, take it. that back. Half of a quarter is what the first thing I said. The other half of a quarter is the, the second thing I said and then the three rest. quarters is all porn oh damn that's actually more accurate if we're going to go by ratios <laughs> now <clears throat> so first I'm just going to get into the etymology of the word pornography because it kind of uh, developed slowly but pornography was originally derived from the Greek language of course wow. uh, and from the terms uh, porne or porneia meaning prostitute or prostitution Oh, by the way, I will be using the term prostitute or prostitution in this episode because it's just the terms that were used in a lot of the pieces oh, yeah. until I get to more recent history and then I'll, you know, gotcha because they're sex workers. Yeah. Uh, but it's also to just go into terminology. And then that was the first half of the word. And then there's graphene, meaning to write or to record. So you have pornea graphene. Pornea sounds like a fruit, kind um, of. It makes me think of the term punani. (laughs) Sorry, go So, anyway. I mean, we're talking about porn. Oh, yeah. That's my innuendo. There it is. Uh, But the modern-day Greek word for it is pornographia, which is actually a rebarring from the French's pornographie. Oh, okay. Which, I'm, that's probably a wrong accent for French. There's also French titles in this later on, and I'm not, don't I'm not count it. not it. The French used this term all through the 1800s, but it was introduced into the English language, uh, wasn't introduced into the English language until 1857, or at, or as a French import in New Orleans in 1842. Oh. So it technically got to America before Britain, it sounds like. Wow. That's, that's like how f- I interpreted it, but that's okay. just literally what I wrote from Wikipedia. Uh, Originally, the term pornography was introduced by classical scholars as a bookish and non-offensive term for writing about prostitutes, but soon its meaning would quickly expand to include every objectionable or obscene material in art and literature. Mm. Turn page. Turn page. page. You say that every time. (laughs) Um, Okay, so classifications and subgenres. I'll get more into this later, but just a quick list— over the millennia, porn has, you know, grown and evolved into what we see today. And today there's, you know, it started out just depictions and images. Now we have all different we got video. of specific sexual behaviors being uh, exhibited, including alternative porn, amateur porn, bondage, ethnic, fetish, group sex, reality, gay, straight, lesbian, and bi porn. And that's now, and I separate these two lists because that's the list for me. That's all like the normal shit. Yeah, like, no, oh yeah. But then, of course, because this is reality, we have all you know the other types of porn that I put in the back. The freaky like shit, bestiality, incest, and child. Oh. Yes, yeah. unfortunately, those are realities. So, yeah. you know, if we're going to talk about it, we got to talk about it all, all right? Yeah, very true. That's so, um, but that's—I'm just going to kind of mention this in passing. I'm not going to get too <laughs> like, into it. Welcome to our history of child um, pornography. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you know, they are you know rising industries, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and so, the history in prehistoric times—you know—we can find evidence of porn. Uh, with the Venus figurines, which oh, are four-inch statues that were actually found in Austria and uh, as well as other pieces of rock art and vast amounts of artifacts found in the Mesota- Mesopotamian uh, depicting sex. Oh. So these uh, Venus figurines are basically, like I said, small statues depicting a woman's body, obviously uh, with child, uh, swollen breasts, and thicker thighs. Okay. So... Um, But there's kind of a debate whether this was strictly sexual, but it was probably also ritual as well.
1: Okay, maybe a little bit of both.
0: Yeah, a little bit of both. Some
1: people got turned on by it. I mean, no doubt. Yeah. I mean, she is pregnant. (laughs) Anyway, so
0: um, after that, uh, in Mesopotamian votive plagues from the early second millennium BC, uh, the man is usually shown entering the woman from behind while she is bent over drinking beer through a straw. Sounds like my type of party. <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> uh, Assyrian lead votive figurines often represent the man standing and penetrating the woman as she rests on top of an altar. <clears throat> also presented as more ritualistic as well God, as dude. sexual. Um, scholars have traditionally interpreted these depictions as, like I said, ritual sex, but they are more likely to be associated with the cult of Inanna, the goddess of sex and prostitution. Uh, many sexually explicit images were found in the temple of Inanna at Assur, when which also contained models of male and female sexual organs. <clears throat> uh, okay, and then there's, uh, yeah, circa... 5200 BCE, there's evidence that German hunters sculpted uh, a statue of a man and a woman having intercourse. Okay. You know, that's like over 5,000 years yeah. ago. Ah, Jesus. Um, and then we have uh, in ancient Egypt. It wasn't very common to see pornographic imagery in ancient Egypt, uh, but although you could find it on pottery and, you know, small the furniture pieces like it. that, gotcha. but not really on the walls of temples wow. or anything. However, <clears throat> Excuse me, there was a piece of papyrus, very famous, that included uh, 12 vignettes of men and women uh, having different positions in intercourse. Oh. And this was, you know, it was very well done papyrus, but good quality, hence partly why it survived so well. And the art was really good, so we're thinking that this is commissioned for a wealthier audience. Gotcha. It was like a private-ish thing. Oh. But, even though, like, less evidence from Egypt survives, from what I've read, uh, it's there. Oh, yeah. So... Hello, present. You don't get too scared. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, of course we know in seventy nine CE, Pompeii, big explosion, blah blah blah. Oh yeah. Well in Victorian in the eighteen sixties during the Victorian era, uh, there were major excavations uh, uh Relieving Pompeii of being buried, and there were major discoveries found. You know, Pornography. Oh yeah, lots just of porn, sculptures, and pottery, and furniture, and and murals and frescoes and, and Pompeii's freaky, man. Oh, freaky! Oh, all kinds of shit. <laughs> and uh, they, it's yeah, they they were shocked by it, especially because Victorians at that time specifically believed themselves to be the. Uh, the intellectual heirs, if you will, of the Roman Empire. No. And they didn't think of this. And when they found this, they were like, Oh no. This is all bad. And it all got locked away for a long time. Wow. Yeah, long time. I think No like, one can know what century. sex is. Yeah. Um, it was only available to like people who knew about it and like the upper class. Oh, okay. So like some rich guy'd sneak in and be like and then leave. So I thought that was very interesting. That is, yeah. Now, way after that, circa 950 CE, uh, I'm going to try and say this name right. Chandravarman began construction on the first 85 temples at Kajorhoro in Madhya Pradesh in India. Sounds I'm sure right. I said none of those. But, <laughs> uh, I said India, right? Ah, uh, yeah, got one. <laughs> <laughs> These temples are. Uh, Known for having extremely intricate and sexually explicit sculptures and art, uh, this caused Western scholars to er, to the erroneous conclusion, however, that Hinduism was a sexually uninhibited and free religion. Which, I mean, I I don't, I don't when I think of Hinduism, I don't think sexually I don't repressed. Think, yeah, but I also don't think Kham sexually Sutra, free. Yeah, you know, absolutely same. But I mean, I, I don't know. All right, that's interesting. Whatever. Um, but. All this changes in 1440 with the invention of the printing press.
1: Ah. Yes. A lot more people are going to yes. see some porn. Widespread
0: literature. And then Widespread soon after that, porn. you start getting them dirty pages. <laughs> oh, yeah. dirty engravings. Oh, Ooh. damn. Ooh, look at them lopsided titties. Oof. No, I, saw, I looked at a lot of engravings from that era, from yeah. 15, 16, 1700s, because I watched a documentary on it, and... A lot of people do not know how to engrave boobs. Uh, like, what is that angle? Why is one like that the other one? I
1: but, think that's a picture you should use <laughs> for the cover for when you post it on like Facebook. Just that. <laughs>
0: I don't think Facebook... No, dude. I have is to that show bad? you something. No, Damn, like, like Facebook no won't de- allow it? Okay, I'll get into it. I'll oh. get into it. Dude, I'll get into it. Stop. Jump it ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, This uh, advancement in technology, I just want to say every time there's an advancement in technology, and this is one of the first major ones with the printing press, porn always follows. And it reminds me of a quote that I think really sums it up well, Uh, and it's a quote by author Damon Brown, and it says, if we invent a new machine, the first thing we are going to do after making a profit is use it to watch porn. Well, I mean, you're not wrong. And also, porn is yet more profit because porn is sold. Exactly. I mean, yeah. So, just cap, cap it off it. with that. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, oh, so, 1440 is when the printing press. Soon after that, uh, so I got two different dates for this source. I'm not sure. But either in 1524 or 1529, the first book with explicitly sexual illustrations and engravings uh, was released. And it's called i Modi, or *Emodi* by uh Marc Antonia uh, Raimondi. And uh, but soon after that he was imprisoned by Pope Clement the Oh, cuz those pitch- picture book 7th. Cuz yes. of the book in itself. Oh, and it's like yeah, it's ex- it's 1500s illustrations. Like think of old fresco people. Gotcha. But all naked and like like aggressively holding each other and they're uh, all muscular and there's like shit going inside shit.
1: Ah. Uh, you know what I mean? Entering.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that was very interesting. And yeah. then in 1557, Pope Paul the uh, Fifth, I want to say, what's the IV? I did not look at my Roman numeral before f- I did this. God f- damn! It. If I know. It's it's IV. I don't think that's not like he had an IV in his arm. Is that four? Yes. I, oh, I think it is four. Okay. V is five, right? Yes. V is five. Yeah. Oh my god. <gasps> I do know my Roman (laughs)
1: universe.
0: I think it's four, too. God damn it. All right. So, Pope Paul IV put together the first list of books that were to be banned. Now, even though most of the 550 titles that were banned were due to theological reasons, like they challenge God and stuff, mostly, uh, there were plenty of books in there that also were clearly banned because they were very sexual and very explicit. Okay. but many of the even sexual ones also had theological challenges as well. Uh, ooh, also, in 1748, John Cleland uh, wrote and distributed an extremely sexual uh, novel entitled Memoirs of a Woman of Pleasure. Oh. But like... th- I guess that name was considered too specious at the time, which, I mean, that's an obvious. So later it was named, changed to The Life and Adventures of Miss Fanny Hill. Which, Fanny is an abbreviation for Francis in gotcha. the story and for that name. But also Fanny, I guess, in British is like an euphemism for pussy. Yeah. But I don't know if Fanny was a euphemism for pussy in 1748, though. I know it is now.
1: Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Maybe. 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 Maybe, maybe that's sure. what started it. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> Uh, This book was taken out of print uh, and released and confiscated by British authorities a year later in 1749. Then uh, it was promptly pirated and redistributed. Basically, they were like, oh no, bitches, you ain't taking this away from us. Yeah. Which also, I, I also saw images from that book too. And I was like, it's odd, but it's it's definitely a lot more appealing than the fifteen hundreds gotcha. images. It's so I'm a little like, bit more. I could see why the that progression people would be like, oh, because like the women actually look like women, rather than so the did the men and like, yeah, yeah, it was just better drawings. Absolutely. So I could see why people would be like, oh no, <laughs> this is wait. <laughs> Plus, also there was enough printed and distributed that like. They were confiscated, but not all of them. Uh, but I see. Uh, the book would remain banned in both Britain and the U.S. until the 1960s. Jesus, in both places. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Jesus, this is like a. Oh, I mean, imagine I imagine a few copies made it over to the colonies. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, they smuggled
1: those bad boys over. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: they get lonely on those ships. <sighs> oh, <goodness. laughs> <laughs> I imagine so. Now we're going to jump all the way to 1857 when Robley uh, Dunglinson's Medical Lexicon, a Dictionary of Medical Science, coined the English term pornography. However, he defined the term uh, back then as, quote, a description of prostitutes or prostitution, page term, uh, as a matter of public hygiene. Ah. Uh-huh. So very scientific and medical, of course. Oh, Yes. Uh, In 1865, this is, I guess, the French version of Edward, but Eluard, Manet's painting Olympia, which depicts a naked prostitute which scandalized the salons of Paris. Now, before, uh, you know, we got all like, okay, naked lady. There have been plenty of paintings prior to 1865 that have naked women. I mean, Botticelli with, you know, uh, The Birth of Venus... The Return of Spring, which I think is also from the mid-1800s, but also Venus de Mile. Lots of naked women, but here's the thing. Most of those have a uh, religious or uh, nature aspect thrown onto it, and that woman Mm -hmm. is usually a goddess, and she's also usually modest in a pose, so yes, she's completely naked, but like she's not spread eagle like, she's she, not spread yeah, yeah yeah well no in Olympia she's not spread eagle either gotcha. but it, it's a subtle difference that needs to be explained because then you'd be like yeah it's another naked woman but here's the thing like uh, I have a picture of the birth of Venus hanging on the wall right there yeah it's the one on the the bottom one yeah Venus is the one in the middle but she's a goddess and yeah. her nudity is a representation of the beauty of of the goddess in, in that religion and whatever and also she's in a modest pose and you don't see her vagina she's grabbing her hair and covering oh yeah it. and you know she's being sought after by both the angels and mankind gotcha you know oh yeah and so it's more of like that type more, of painting. yeah whereas this painting was just this is a real woman lying on a bed ah the bed hmm yeah. No, and it was she was a known model yeah. and you know, sex worker. So okay. you know. It's just that was wow. a, it was a more obvious painting of here I am.
1: Yeah, on the And bed. not,
0: Oh, look at my beauty, worship me. Next you to know? this river. It's a it's a, you know, yeah. I I don't think I'm explaining it well. No, I think you definitely
1: are. I really do. Oh really? I mean it it oh, makes sense.
0: Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so that scandalized the salons of Paris, which I mean like I'm like, well, I mean, France for a while is ahead on all this shit, so I don't know why you're all scandalized. Yeah. Because that's a pair of titties. <laughs> uh, so, the 1890s brought film with Thomas Edison's The Kiss. Thomas Edison? Yes. The Kiss? Yes. Ooh. So, 1890s brought film, which, like the printing press, is another huge advancement in... Absolutely. You know, ...technology and as well And pornography. As porn. Yeah. And... But this movie, The Kiss, is literally a short of a middle-aged man, middle-aged woman, both fully dressed, 1890s style totally, and it starts out with them, they're they're not even kissing, they're cheek to cheek, the corners of their mouths are touching, but they're kind of talking too, like it's not really a kiss. And then they kind of separate, and then they do a real kiss, but it's not even like a deep, passionate French kiss with a lot of tongue, it's like a mouth kiss for like three seconds, and then they smile at each other and stun. So it's like and that's this was so fucking hot. Well, this is a huge deal <laughs> yeah. at the time because it's the first motion of something like that. And like also kissing was in Victorian times, you know, that's you didn't kiss in public. That's oh, yeah. oh my god. We're
1: doing it on tape.
0: Like we have bedrooms for a reason. <laughs> so it's just to have that on a screen to show to an entire room Yeah is uh, yeah. It's
1: pretty big a pretty yeah. big step.
0: But, of course, soon after a kiss
1: comes actual. The point. penetration.
0: Yeah, well, we'll get there. <laughs> oh, we'll get there. The 70s are coming. <laughs> oh, shit. Literally. Uh, 1899, Eugene Piro's, uh, I'm going to say this wrong, Coucher de la Marie, uh was the first known softcore erotic film. Uh, Louise Willie, who starred in eight burlesque comedies at the time from 1896 to 1913, performed a tease and bathed on camera. Oh. Yeah. And also, this is the first mention of the uh, categories of softcore and, and then hard- obviously hardcore. So to define that real quick, uh, you may know. Everybody uh, may know. But just to define it for the idiots but, out there, people... No, not idiots. ...who have never seen porn yes. before. <laughs> sorry, not idiots. Really? Okay. But softcore is basically sexual situations and partial nudity and not explicit material like actual penetration. You don't see that. It's like pretty much simulated almost with You see the
1: movement, but you don't see the actual. Exactly.
0: It's like a Hollywood movie.
1: Exactly. Um,
0: And then hardcore porn is like not a Hollywood movie. No.
1: They show all. They show
0: full penetration, full nudity, all that stuff. That's hardcore. That's pretty much the distinction. Now. Then, the early 1900s brought what were known as stag films, which were illegal, and they were filmed independently, usually, and they were usually hardcore and very specifically for a male audience, and these types of films were usually shown in brothels. Okay. Such films include, uh, I'm going to say this wrong too, Les Soudes à la Bonne Aubergue,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: Alright. <laughs> Sounds so, uh, super fucking hot. Which is the earliest survivor of these. Now, that's the earliest survivor because many of these hardcore films, plenty were made before this, but they were destroyed because they're illegal. I mean yeah. you gotta get rid of that.
1: Set on fire, yeah. Because everything's on record. The Absolutely. whole thing's on record.
0: So nineteen fifty one, America introduced the X rating. The X rating. Yes. Ooh. 1953, Hugh Hefner, who was 27 years old at the time, may he rest in peace, uh, created Playboy. The first issue sold out, which depicted a young nude Marilyn Monroe. Ah. Mm. Damn. Hey, girl. (laughs) May she rest in peace. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh,
0: 1969, Denmark legalized porn. Ah, in 69, no. Yeah. Uh, Oh, nice. Uh, This obviously caused a huge uh, boom. Worldwide. In pornography. Now, it caused a huge boom in Denmark and media Europe, but also worldwide because now it, there's an entire industry and commercial legal industry to yeah. you know, manufacture these. it. So it's way easier to distribute under the table, even though it's illegal to other countries. And yeah. that's pretty much been the deal with that. Okay. Uh, 1969, Andy Warhol released, quote, Blue Movie, the first erotic film depicting explicit sex to receive wide theatrical release in the US. And apparently, according to Andy Warhol, uh, this influenced Last Tango in Paris, starring Marlon Brando. Now, you can say whatever you want about Andy Warhol, but from everything I've... I'm personally not the biggest Andy Warhol fan. And from what I've read, it's like, he was also very big on trying to take credit for other people's huge hits. And it's like, alright. Kind of like a leech. A little bit. Anyway, yeah. so, but we're not going to get into that. Uh, <laughs> 1972, you saw Behind the Green Door, which was the first worldwide release in, uh, in porn, and it is thought that this was the movie that helped usher in the golden age of porn.
1: Oh, shit. And this World is, the, now we're in the 70s. So, so did they release these in, like, all theaters, or were there, like, certain theaters where it was adults, or did they have those yet? Well,
0: I mean, I'm sure they didn't show it in, like, Poughkeepsie. Well, but, yeah. I mean, obviously, like... But did they have, like, kind of night movies, showings
1: or something at regular theaters? It was all theaters? day show.
0: These were, like, in bathhouses. Gotcha. And places like that. Okay. yeah. yeah. And, or, and there were adult theaters as well, yeah. specifically in certain neighborhoods. But I'm, this is in places like New York, San Francisco, L.A., gotcha. Chicago. You know, Big like cities. bigger cities. And small, some smaller cities, mid-sized cities as well. But like I said, it's not going to be like in, uh,
1: in the next, like in Lewiston.
0: Kickapoo, say. Missouri. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, also that same year in 1972, Linda Lovelace... Oh, we all know who that bitch is, starred in Deep Throat. Yeah, I remember when my mother told me about... That's not true. She didn't tell me about Deep Throat. I was asking her, like, because... Uh, You're asking? No, well, I wasn't asking her. I, well, I was asking her, but about... There was a a newer movie made in recent years. I can't remember. Oh, Amanda Seyfried portrayed Linda Lovelace In, I think it was called, a film movie called Lovelace. Okay. And it's basically about that. Gotcha. And my mom went like, oh, Lovelace. Oh, yeah, Deep Throat. I'm like, oh, my God, Mom, don't Uh, say it. (laughs) Ugh. But anyway, um, don't ever put those two words together ever again. Deep Throat. Oh. Uh, And then in 1976, JVC would change the porn industry forever once more because they launched VHS. Ah. Prior to this, if you wanted to watch porn, you had to go to the theaters or bathhouses, like I said. And watch you it. You couldn't watch it on your yeah. own. You didn't have private time with it. Now you can.
1: Oh, shit. Possibilities are endless. Mm-hmm.
0: And you have your own little stock, too, that you can always go back to. Yeah. You don't have to repay and repay, you know. No,
1: absolutely. You just yeah. have those VHSs.
0: Exactly. So it changed everything. Oh. Uh, in the early 1990s, 1991, saw the rise of the internet. And therefore, internet porn, of course... Uh, which rapidly became a thing. And then in 1994, saw the first official porn site, (laughs) sex.com.
1: I love it. (laughs) And then uh, there's
0: a YouTube documentary where I got that that from, and it showed you the homepage of sex.com as an image. Gotcha. And I actually recognized it from when I was a little kid, and I was like, I actually felt a little nostalgic. I was like, oh, (laughs) that was so early days. Wait, so do they still have... (laughs) sex.com yep. I don't know it's still
1: I just googled it it's a thing it's still a thing, a thing. Yep. It's,
0: yeah I, I wonder if Gay.com still a thing because gay.com was one of the like let's original let's look gay things. Yeah.
1: I'm the computer man I remember gay.com gay.com let's see it's a vanguard blog
0: <laughs> oh yeah no I don't think it's a thing anymore anyway <laughs> oh damn that's there's, funny there's yeah
1: I like sex.com is just porn but gay.com's like buy this jacket
0: <laughs> yeah it used to be a thing it's not anymore. gotcha Clearly. (laughs) So, like I said, prior to this, you know, um, it was VHS, which is great. Now we have internet with the first porn site. Then, I'm going to jump all the way to 2007, was the release of the Kim Kardashian sex tape, which would actually become the most watched video in porn ever up to that point, with more than 93 million views. Wow. Damn. Hey, Kim K. Shout out to Kim K, but I wonder, like, what the
1: rise was like, why that video in particular?
0: Um, because
1: she was, it wasn't like she was really famous at the time. I mean, Ray J was a rapper, but like they weren't at all pop, like, they weren't really well known household names. So it just like, uh, that- not
0: Kardashian, but I, I mean, like, well, yeah, Kardashian, Kardashian, Kardashian. was, yeah. yeah, because of her father, Rob,
1: yeah, yeah, I lawyer. guess. Yeah. OJ and then OJ. That manga, yeah. That's true. And then so, so like hey look at top. Oh shit. That's probably what it is.
0: into Oh lord. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, that answered my question. Thank you. All right. But anyway, so that got 93 million views. Uh, by the 2010s, many uh, porn production companies and top porn sites such as Pornhub, RedTube, and UPorn were acquired by MindGeek thus creating what many people believe is a, truly just a monopoly. Yeah. Which sounds like it. 2016! Hey! Uh, what is it? 3,110,400,000 gigabytes of bandwidth was used to download porn. That's 99 gigabytes per second. Fuck. And 6 terabytes per minute. ho 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 just for you computer people, put that. In That's a lot, you. yeah. Yes. Now, um, I, I saw also talk, uh, I also saw a, all right." Hit a stroke. I swear, <laughs> I'm not drunk. I also looked up two different lists of the most searched terms according to Pornhub analytics. Now, Pornhub is officially the number one probably top porn site, site. Yeah. yes. So, and they have huge analytics and stuff. So, these are lists according to their analytics, but it is the most searched terms in the U.S. and the most searched terms in the world. But actually, they're pretty much just the same exact terms, just in a different order. Gotcha. So I'm just going to do the U.S. Okay. Fuck (laughs) it. And the order's really not that much different. We're pretty much all like the same shit. Yeah. By the way, uh, before I get started, everybody's in love with their mother. It's creepy. I don't like that. All right. I'm going to start from one and go down. Stepmom. This is the first one. This is like the most popular? Apparently. Fuck. Okay, continue. Lesbian. (laughs) Stepsister, <laughs> milf, cartoon, ebony, lesbian, scissoring, teen, which, creepy, yeah, black, mom, oh my god, not stepmom, mom, that was real mom, mother, yeah. threesome, cream pie, <laughs> massage, lesbian, seduces straight, big booty Latina. <laughs> Sorry. I cannot. Oh my god. Uh, Overwatch. Overwatch. Which I guess is voyeurism? Overwatch? I don't know. That's a video game. <laughs> In porn, apparently. <laughs> Anal. Hentai. Celebrity sex tapes. And Asian.
1: <laughs> that is quite the extensive list. I'm a little bit concerned by yes. people's relationship with their mother, but... Maybe not enough love as a kid or yes. something, but Jesus.
0: Now, uh, I have discussed the history and just some of the stats. Ooh, sorry. turpage, <laughs> <laughs> Clothes book. But, but clothes. I also did some research on different political and social views regarding pornography, yeah. specifically in the United States. And I didn't really write many notes on that because that's the least objective stuff. And there's yes. the least, you know, there's... More research today done, obviously, that I was able to do, but still not enough to have definite answers on certain questions. You know, like I said, we're very divided on, you know, it's a poison on society, and it's it's uh, influencing our, our young men and our young women to destroy their sexuality as they grow up. And, yeah. And, uh, and it, but then there's other, and they show stats that, you know, show all this damage. Yeah. But then a couple of those stats seem a little like it's increased infidelity 300%. I'm Yikes. Like, what were you all um, on at jesus.com? <laughs> yeah, no, but that's a lot of these yeah. sites are like jesus.com yeah. or you know fucking uh you know monogamy. Stop betraying women like this.com, you know, <laughs> which I, there are points to that of course, of course. Yeah. but my thing more like is in some of the research I did uh, there are, are more female directors in porn now and they're trying to change the industry that show less depictions of women and being abused. And I think abused. just the
1: treatment of women and like the actors in porn, pornography, they get treated pretty bad. <laughs> like they get like yeah. pretty, treated terribly. And especially yeah. it not only affects their, per, their professional life but it also affects their personal life as well. A lot of people are very like abusive relationships, you know with guys that are very insecure about this stuff, about the work they do. So it's it's a lot of it damages so it's good that they're trying to work their way into making it more of a mm-hmm. a safe workplace as well as yeah. like setting those boundaries for their personal life as well.
0: Yeah, and on the Wikipedia page, you know, it talked about viewpoints of porn and then it got into the feminist viewpoints. And obviously it went deep into how, you know, feminists hate porn and stuff. But it's not that all feminists hate porn. I know that for a fact because there are female porn, you know, okay, makers that You know, not just act in it, but also produce it and do the work themselves and direct that are feminist by virtue of the fact that they're trying to make porn for women that is not abusive toward women. Exactly. And so it's like, not all feminist views necessarily hate porn. So it's like, and I didn't find that research online. I just knew that because I listened to uh, uh, Guys We Fucked. And they interviewed a porn star. I think it was actually Christina's boyfriend's ex actually. Yeah, it was her. And she's, you know, getting into porn and stuff and how she's starting directing and producing and stuff and trying to do that. So, you know, I'm just getting from all over the place different viewpoints. So I didn't really do any notes because, like, I didn't know what to write for sure. And then on the more liberal side of porn, you have people saying, oh, well, actually it's decreased infidelity because people don't need to go out anymore. It's decreased teen pregnancy because they don't need to go out anymore. And... You know, and and but also some of those stats that are very short as well. So it's like, what do you do?
1: Exactly, and I think especially with such a a big complex topic when it comes to such things like porn, it's yeah. it's hard to kind
0: of just I don't navigate the I proper. Yeah, think we've done enough research on those particular questions for me to give any answers. Exactly, so. exactly. It's still but it kind is a of, debate. It's a gray area, for sure.
1: for, and it's a gray area for a lot of things, but. And I think when it comes to feminism and porn, it's one of those things where it's I think it's the, the treatment to women inside the porn. Not only, like, the but the porn itself. Sometimes women are treated shitty. Like, it's, like, abuse in the porn. That's what guys get off to. And that's not good because <laughs> that just increases this mm-hmm. idea of how you should treat a woman. And so I think that's where a lot of feminists are mm-hmm. very
0: against, you know, now, porn. Now, having said that in my defense of feminists doing porn yeah. – I I have seen mainstream Skinamax at 2 a.m. Yeah. when I fell asleep on the futon and woke up to it, and there it's a it's a common scene a common scene where the man starts raping her and then halfway into it she's all ah yeah she says no and a I couple don't think times that's a very good no, no. that's not a very good. Because it's horrible. like a
1: thing. It's like you're a kid too, and you wake up to that, and that's on the TV, and, now, and that's the guy, first thing you, you see. Think that
0: that's okay. Oh, I can start raping yeah. her, and she'll like it. Well, it's no, not. yeah, no, she'll no, say no, no a couple no.
1: times, but she'll mean yes after a little bit. Yeah, yeah. not yeah.
0: saying that all guys who watch that no. have that logic. No, but, but some, some do. Yes. Yeah, some
1: do, and it's been proven as such. You know, and it's so... just
0: and it's also kind of creepy to watch because it's like, why do you like this? Exactly. It's just Exactly. Anyway,
1: it's a powered thing. It's fucking weird. Anyway. But uh, but yeah, informative. Damn. Well, good. I'm people glad. were yeah. kinky. I mean, people were. People have always been kinky. Yeah. that's since what I. The learned. beginning of time, yeah.
0: and also to dispel this, because many people uh, have believed like, oh, porn really just emerged in the late '60s or the yes. '70s. I'm like, no, it's been around. It's been around ages. since people ages.
1: Yeah, people are horny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so okay.
0: With that, I think it's time for a mystery, right? Absolutely, because we're already at forty-one fucking minutes. No
1: shit. Oh yeah. Damn. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. So my mystery for the week is uh, a phenomenon that's happening all over the world. It's happening recently, more often. It seems like. Uh, it's called skyquakes or mysterious booms. Okay. And really, what these are, uh it's a it's a thing that really no one can explain. It happens from India to the US, to the UK. Uh, in about in the US there were 64 occurrences in 2017 alone. 2017 alone, yeah, and that was in the US. 64 in the US, oh. occurrences. Wow. And so I'm going to get back, back into that. There's some that can be explained and then but there's a vast majority that aren't. And so which is very interesting. So what this is really it can be described as a loud thunder or a firing of a cannon. So, you know, like cannon fire is just like, I would play a video Gettysburg. of, yeah, pretty much. It's just distant <laughs> firing of something. And it's, it's very, a lot of people freak out when they first hear it. Cause A, they think either we're under attack. Uh, B, they think it's an earthquake because their homes are shaking and then they realized that nothing was reported that an earthquake was happening by the sets like by uh, the people who do the seismology and all that stuff they come out and mm-hmm. be like there was an earthquake the weather channel yeah <laughs> it was it was an earthquake it, we don't know what the fuck that was yeah and so uh, so this causes houses to shake people leave their earthquake uh, the a recent occurrence actually happened in March 14th in Norman Oklahoma March like like, like a few days ago a few days ago like like yeah wow yeah so, uh, residents have reported feeling something like an earthquake, but no earthquakes have been reported. Residents, uh, have been kind of getting increasingly suspicious, because they see it's happening around the world, so they're, they're, they're thinking some, like even on the, uh, because you, you'll, like, Google, uh, mysterious booms, and you'll see so much, so many news outlets going to these people, these neighborhoods, and talking to these folks, and the folks are just getting more and more, like, uh, paranoid, I guess. They're getting suspicious, they're thinking that there's something that... People aren't telling us that something's clearly happening, but no one's saying anything about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, since it's increasing too, it's something that we should probably talk about and uh, or maybe explain. So scientists said that the occurrence in the occurrence in Norman, Oklahoma, was uh, was said to be a very rare. Now this is very rare, and I'm going to count how many times. <laughs> well, it's been used a lot. That's how rare this is. That This is an excuse people have been saying. That it's a very rare... Something called a bolide, which is a meteor as big as a bowling ball, which burns when entering the earth, and it rips apart. That's where the boom, multiple booms are coming from. Okay. But they say that's a very rare occurrence, and this happened 64 uh, But months. I don't
0: see how something like that even with that kind of magnitude, but that small would cause an earthquake-like I mean, sensation that shakes the floor On and the surface. Yeah, absolutely. But that was the uh,
1: <laughs> thing. And so I have another occurrence that happened also in Oklahoma. This all doesn't happen in Oklahoma. There's various parts of the country. Uh, but this happened in Mid- Midwest, Oklahoma in the beginning of February. Scientists claimed that was also very rare event. Uh, happened where the water underground, uh, a cold front was coming in, so the weather... Whether people were like, oh, it's a cold front, came in, it freezed up all the water underground rapidly, and then when it freezes, it expands, which causes the quakes. And that was there, but they, I feel like that would happen a lot more often in this world. Yeah. Like, there's cold fronts that happen all the time. Like, I mean, a lot of of our water is underground, so we would see this a lot more. So, they said that that was a very rare phenomenon itself. So, all these rare phenomena are happening, <laughs> and they're trying to explain it, but it doesn't... I don't know. It doesn't add up. Uh, so, this kind of type of thing has been around since the settlers kind of... It doesn't happen as... It didn't happen as often as it does today, but uh, White Settlers first came to America. The Iroquois stated that it was the Great Spirit shaping the Earth. Now, that could be a lot of things. You know, it could just yeah. be actually earthquakes that this was mm-hmm. happening, but... I thought that was pretty cool, pretty neat, because it's been, you know, a pretty frequent thing. Uh, in Alabama, on November 14th, 2007, the Birmingham National Weather Service tweeted, Loud boom heard, we do not see anything indicating large fire or smoke on radar or satellite. Nothing on
0: USGS indicating an earthquake. What year was that? Uh, 2017. Same years. oh, 17. I thought you yeah. said 2007. I was going to be like, same years as the Kim K video. <laughs> But That's no. what the boom was. But, no. Oh, God. <laughs> I've seen it. No, it's not. Uh, you've seen it? I didn't. I you haven't seen it? it? No. I've seen the Colin Farrell sex tape. It's very... Just because uh... I wanted to see Colin Farrell's penis. <laughs> and it is glorious. I've also seen the Colin Farrell. <laughs> She's gorgeous, I too. I am curious. Yeah. But... <laughs> All right. but, of course, I'm more interested in Colin. <laughs> Hi. And also the Kim K. Okay, I don't want to get to sex tapes, but the Kim K. Ray J. Sex tape is super fucking
1: weird. He like turns the camera to himself as he's like fucking her. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> I said
0: the kids could listen to the second half. Okay, oh, well, that's
1: right. Uh, never mind. <laughs> Sorry. All uh, right, back to back to booms.
0: <laughs> the very next day. I like how I'm telling you to shut up after I mentioned Colin Pearl's beans. Anyway. <laughs> Just skip this episode, guys. Just we tried our best. Don't do it. We tried our best. Don't do best. it, kids. Uh, so
1: they uh, they talked to Bill Cook after this happened in Alabama, which is a uh, he was head of NASA. He did not he did not know the precise explanation, but said that the usual things of what it could be: bolide, ground explosion or a supersonic aircraft. Although the U.S. Air Force has not confirmed this, mm-hmm. uh. So, it's it's all very, like, even scientists, seems like, don't have a precise reasoning. They use the same type of terms. Bolide, ground explosion, the freezing of the underground water. But, hmm. uh, so the very next day, on November 15th, a, a boom was reported near where we are, Lewiston, Idaho.
0: Really? uh, At 11 o'clock at night. Oh, I'm sorry. Mini side note. I read in one of the newspapers that was delivered in the mail, one of the small ones that we always throw away, I actually read a small paragraph about how Lewiston was recently named the most boring place to live in Idaho. Ha! Not anymore! (laughs) There was a boom at 11 o'clock
1: at night. Suck it, paper. But uh, stuff happens. Uh, So a boom was reported and nothing was given. like No explanation. No, No one even tried. They were just like, fuck it, we don't know. <laughs> and, uh,
0: and, it's so common at this point. That we're like, yep, another one. Yeah, another know.
1: one. Here it is. And it happened a day after the one in Alabama happened. So that was pretty interesting to me. Hmm. Uh, and so I want to, like, get into the Air Force because, you know, they do test some stuff and they do have all these different types of flying things. <laughs> uh, so they do a lot of tests and they have times have come forward and been like, that was us. For example, on a... On May 7th in Florida, booms happened, and they reported that the military stated
0: that it was a classified military mission.
1: So military does come it, forward. That sounds like
0: that, could it possibly be like a jet breaking the sound barrier?
1: Yeah, it could be, or like a, they're ch- ch- uh, testing some shit. But would a, would a breaking of the sound barrier cause Create that? those booms? Would uh, that? Fuck if I know. I don't think so. I, I just know mm. if it was a supersonic aircraft, if they're practicing with soup like sonic stuff <laughs> i don't know the right terminology for it then that would be considered the booms yeah so it could and military have been in the past working on this type of stuff so it's not illogical that some of these booms that happened across the country have been military but they will come board as they've done before and state that hey it's classified we're not going to talk about it but please don't worry like it's nothing major mm-hmm. and so uh they have only done... And this is what the kicker is. The military has only done this one time in 2017. Out of the 64, They that was the one time that they came forward. Like, that was us. But everything else, they've never came forward. Huh. So, uh, some explanations to this theory uh, that are pretty... I don't know. Uh, so, it's gas escaping from vents in the Earth's surface. Uh, military aircraft are testing. Underwater caves collapsing.
0: Mm, okay, I can see that.
1: I can see it too. And a very distant thunder traveling through the upper atmosphere, which is like basically a very high up storm. I don't know if that's even a fucking thing, but apparently it but is. But how
0: would that, but wouldn't the lightning have to hit the ground to get any kind of like vibration? No, thunder. It was thunder. Oh, thunder. Yeah.
1: Oh, So it's like a high-up storm that we can't see. It's really high up in our upper atmosphere, I guess. And it's just like a type of... A
0: storm so high up that we can't see I don't know, man.
1: That's just what they say. (laughs) This is clearly, like, a very... It's a new thing that a lot of people don't really... Can't explain. And so scientists are maybe saying, like, it could be, like, a very, like, high-up storm that we can't see. Or it could be a far-off location... Where the thunder happens. Yeah, no,
0: I'm not a scientist, but I call bullshit on the storm. I
1: call bullshit on half the shit they've been saying. Um,
0: but the caves, the underground caves. I know, caves, but, like, I that has sea. to be a
1: frequent thing. Or, like, the where the rare bowdives, or <laughs> the rare, uh, like, meteors. Like, that can't be all 64. The water caves collapsing can't be all 64. It could be yeah, a number Yeah, but wouldn't the
0: water cave collapsing, wouldn't that just be a sinkhole, too? Yeah, I mean, I would think so. Yeah. Like, you would and you That would, wouldn't be, like, an air boom, either. So that's bullshit.
1: Yeah, and you would no be able to tell the location of it, pretty much. Seism- seismologists don't seem to have a location. It just shakes the ground. You know? So it's like, they can't pinpoint the location of, you know, it like... It seems like it doesn't originate from, from the, the ground. surface. Yeah. yeah, from the ground. It's something in the sky that is so powerful that it shakes us. Huh, and uh, the last theory is aliens, of course. Of course, I mean we have to, right? Every episode, every, <laughs> every episode.
0: episode. <laughs> oh, you know, uh, you know what really sank the Titanic? Aliens. <laughs> Tune in next week for that mysterious episode. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, I recently read something there where that shit. Apparently, that ship's like almost gone. Wait, really? Like yeah. It's well, because of right? rust and pressure from being on the ocean floor and all that, combined over like over a century now. Yeah, it's, that, it's. I mean, it's still there, but it's not like a ship. I mean, it is a ship, but it's like way collapsed. Gotcha. Not, you know.
1: Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Damn it,
0: Rip Titanic.
1: Rip. Well, I mean, Rip since nineteen twelve. But yeah. <sighs> but yeah, so that's pretty much it. There's like. There's some videos online and I want to play them, but I don't know if you'll be able to hear like the full effect on it. So that's why I'm thinking I'm like on Twitter, I'll probably post a link to one of the videos that you can hear the sonic boom at. It is, it's interesting because it does sound like an actual fucking cannon, like a cannon's firing in the distance. Like, yeah, boom, boom. It's it's just constant. And so people again are, they're flabbergasted and this happened and it's increasing and we don't know. So even hmm, scientists seem That's... flabbergasted by this. And so there's not too much info, but, I mean, it's, and scientists will just basically say, oh, it's this rare event. But it can't be all 64 times that that rare event has taken
0: place. <laughs> That's true. And nobody ever saw a jet or a plane or
1: nothing. No. At times, and th- there was a good list that I found, and then there was some like, oh, this is ex- explained later down the road. But it was few to far between, between the 64, hmm. like, occurrences. I'd say about, like, seven or eight. It's a very it's really a handful of that were explained.
0: And only one where the military Military,
1: yep. And and so I, at first I thought, oh, it's for sure the military. Like, they're testing some weird shit. Because at certain times, there's been times where it's happened near military base as well. And so I'm thinking to myself, oh, it's clearly the military. But the military has came forward in certain cases. Like, that wasn't us. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. So, but well, yeah, that is... My mystery, it's kind of short, but I thought... The reason I wanted to use this is just because it's a current event that's happening right now, and I don't think it... And
0: happening near us. Happening near is. us,
1: too, recently, and uh, so it doesn't get a lot of uh, coverage. I mean, it gets coverages on local news stations. You'll just Google Mysterious Booms, and you'll see just a fucking fuck ton yeah. on the... But it's not going to be in the Huffington Post. No, it's not. No one's yeah. really going to be like... Because no one knows
0: how to... How do you explain it? Yeah. I well yeah well they should present it as a mystery right but no listen, search people, for answers people <laughs> people just kind of like brush has it has there off. anybody sorry has there anybody has oh Jesus <coughs> you said that wrong twice that I did great. has there been any uh like sustained damage to any kind of structure besides just shaking no oh okay so they, it's like a mini earthquake yeah or a skyquake or skyquake yeah so yeah.
1: It's nothing like yeah, it's been like to the point where pictures are moving on the wall, but nothing too
0: major. Okay. Well, that's creepy and probably aliens. <laughs> yeah, well, like a, that most was likely. Uh, that was our episode for this week. Yes. History of porn. And mysterious booms. With some porn talk in the middle. With so just <laughs> we go over sex tape. Just yeah, yet again. So <laughs> enjoy this episode, guys. Uh, if you like what you heard, please rate, review, subscribe on yeah, iTunes. it helps a lot. Yeah. Follow us on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Twitter, Instagram, Instagram all, all the that. social media pages. Yeah, email us,
1: please. That. Oh, my God.
0: I want to hear from someone. Yeah, please email us and We're comment. lonely, mm. damn it. Yeah. I want to hear what you think. <laughs> but uh, what's the email? <laughs> Oh yes, it is historicalandmysterious at mysterious But historical is spelled H Y S. Um, of course, I always include a link to our email in the description of this podcast. So look for it there. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, my... We'll talk to you next week. <laughs> Wait, what was that? <laughs> that I like. I just did a whole history of porn. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but a good history of porn it was thorough. Thank it you. Was deep. Thank you. Yeah. It, it was, was th- very. It must have been really hard. How'd you take it all?
0: All right. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you next week.
1: Bye. Bye.